0: What is up, people? You are listening into New Generation Hero Talk. I am your host, E.J. Stewart. We have a wonderful show for you guys today. Of course, we'll be talking about San Diego Comic-Con. We have a big, big Marvel presence happening at the annual convention. It's back in full force, and Marvel will be there with not one but two panels this year. We're not expecting much from D.C. D.C. has decided to not uh, have a big presence at San Diego Comic-Con, but Marvel Studios will. And a lot of our questions about the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe could very well be answered through this, through this, uh, through these panels. So, a lot of excitement heading into this weekend. So we'll give a full preview of that. We'll also talk about the future of one Marvel Studios project, Spider-Man: Freshman Year. A big, big actor that we thought maybe linked to that project will not apparently be a part of the show. Of course, that's an animated series that's supposed to chronicle peter parker's freshman year in high school the peter parker that we were introduced to in the the mcu we'll tell you guys what we think of that and we'll talk about the snyder cut there was a big expose released by rolling stone i didn't count how many words it was but it felt like some kind of like five thousand ten thousand word kind of article it was a huge article there was a lot in there the main takeaway the big headline was that um Rolling Stone got their hands on a Warner Media report that found that uh, the Snyder Cut online campaign that we saw kind of just take over the internet at times over the past four or five years um, was found to be in part fueled by fake accounts and bots. There's also some interesting details about Zack Snyder throughout this process and his keys quoted throughout this article. In this report, or in the article, and, and in the interesting details about how the the cybersecurity firms that worked on the report came to their founding. So, a lot to get to on today's show. It's a big show this week. Joining me are my co-hosts, starting with Shamari Stewart. Sham, it is indeed Comic-Con week. I know that's got you pumped because I'm super excited for this week.
1: Yeah, man. Comic-Con, of course, very exciting every, every year. Um, I mean, of course, we know Marvel's going to be there this year. So that's extremely exciting. Um, undoubtedly, the biggest thing coming from Comic-Con this year that everyone, uh, you know, nationwide, probably maybe even worldwide. Uh, if you care about Comic-Con, it's what a lot of people are going to be clued into. Um, so it's very exciting. Um, of course, I'm looking forward to the few uh, Lucasfilm things that are going to be there as well for Star Wars. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's an exciting time.
0: Indeed, an exciting time, totally agree with that. Kendall's on the podcast as well. Kendall, of course, good to have you. It is Comic-Con week, so happy Comic-Con week. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing
2: great, EJ. Like you said, it is Comic-Con week, so there's uh, a ton of buzz and hype surrounding that. Um, But yeah, obviously, you know, we can't... uh, we can't go months without talking a little Zack Snyder, no little Snyder cut. Uh, it keeps uh, rearing his ugly head, creeping, creeping its way back into the conversation uh, one expose at a time. So <laughs> we got another one. Uh, this one coming from the Rolling Stones. We'll dive into that. Um, the whole he said, she said of it all. Uh, because it's an interesting, it, it is an interesting uh, uh case study in 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 Hollywood drama but um yeah I'm excited I mean I'm not I wouldn't say I'm excited to talk about the Snyder Cut because it's the million time but it is will be interesting to uh because it, it sort of furthers the c- discussion that we've had ongoing uh mm-hmm. on this podcast it's almost like a I feel like we almost you know how a lot of people do like podcasts you know like 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 almost like you know documentaries i feel like we yeah. can do like a whole podcast series on the snyder yo thing.
0: it is so funny you said that because <laughs> when i saw this article i'll be honest the first the first emotion i had was dread i had dread because i'm like here we are again back in more snyder cut drama like it actually this actually felt like the first time in like in a while where i felt like there was several months where we just didn't have any talk about snyder cut at all like no mention of it no conversation like, i kind of forgot about that whole thing as ironically actually a couple weeks ago or months ago because you know i've had some time off and stuff and i'm trying to catch up on stuff one of the things i was thinking about was like, oh man i should like sit down and like watch the steiner cut again one more time like i've, I've only watched it once because you know it was a four-hour movie and mm-hmm. nobody got time for that on a regular basis but you know i'm thinking one of these days i got time maybe i'll sit down and watch or at least maybe watch half of it and maybe maybe split it into two um, but then that was the last I thought of it I didn't think at all about any kind of controversy around that Just, you know, me being just a fan of this culture And a fan of this stuff Just thinking I should watch it again And then, you know, weeks later, of course, this drops And I was kind of like, dreaded it Because I'm like, oh man, here we go So, you know, now everybody goes back to their corner Now we hear the same old talking points Everybody who loves Zack Snyder Will now, you know, trash this article And this reporter, people who already hated Zack Snyder Will show this as their, you know Their, you know the proof that they needed for that this guy is a clown or whatever they want to say. And I kind of was just like, not that like I'm immune to that or above it. Because I'm not. Like, you guys know how I feel about Zack Snyder and a the Snyder Cut whole thing. I'm not, I'm not above it at all. It's just tiresome. It's just like, it's exhausting to kind of go through these conversations over and over again. That it was great to kind of have this like four or five month reprieve from any talk of Zack Snyder. And of course, that, that, that couldn't be had because... Coincidentally, the day that the Snyder Cut or Zack Snyder's Justice League gets released on digital is the day that this article drops. So uh, timing always important when you think about these kind of things. And we will certainly dive very deep into this Rolling Stone expose. But let's begin with what is much much more important news, which is, of course, San Diego Comic-Con returns this weekend in full force. Marvel Studios is already hinting at some major announcements for the annual fan convention. On Friday morning, Marvel Studios will host its first-ever animation panel where first looks at X-Men 97 and What If Season 2 have already been announced. And on Saturday, President Kevin Feige will lead a Marvel Studios panel in Hall H with an update on upcoming projects for the studio. Whilst anyone's guess what we can expect to see Saturday... Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Marvels, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Marvel's Fantastic Four are among the already announced titles that could be featured. Blade, you could certainly throw in there as well. There are also plenty of Disney Plus shows like Echo, House of Harkness, Armor Wars, and Ironheart that also could be featured, but it's important to note that D23 comes out in August. That is the big Disney convention. There's a chance that they may save some of that stuff for D23, but we're certainly going to get Big stuff from Marvel Studios this weekend. And of course, there is that ever-looming question of what Marvel will do with mutants in live action. We know we're going to have the X-Men 97 panel. Maybe there'll be more in the Hall H panel. We'll have to see. People are certainly anticipating maybe an answer to that question about mutants. So, Sham, a lot going on. A lot of things we can kind of take this conversation in terms of directions. What are you hoping to get out of this weekend from Marvel? And what are you expecting on them to deliver?
1: Boy. Um, So I am, I would say that I'm hoping uh, to get, and I believe I said this a few weeks ago, but I'm hoping to get, like I said, the thing that, that for me that would be like, wow, okay, they did it, is if we get some mention of Avengers or a hint towards what the next Avengers project is like a significant, like a borderline, like flashing neon lights. This is what we're doing. Hint.
0: It's funny because, like, you, when, we, you, so, you, like you, when we saw this, Thanos, this a couple times right. where you you've been on this you've been on this train a little bit with you know saying you know what's going on with Avengers? It's not a question people are asking. So it's curious that that's yeah. where your
1: head is at right now. yep absolutely, one hundred percent. That's where my head is at. And I now it goes without saying that I want to see the trailers as well i mean if we can get a black panther trailer that's you know that's above everything i guess <laughs> you know that's the next that's the next big thing for me from marvel of course we have shield coming in and all the other stuff but black panther is what i want to see so but in terms of things that i think we could get that that i would want black panther of course trailer from black panther um and um but i'm setting the bar a little that the bar a little low in terms of you know, are we gonna get X Men live action X Men? Are we gonna get live action Fantastic Four? Are we gonna get you know anything, any kind of crossovers or anything like that? I mean, hopefully, but but I I don't I don't know. I mean, I mean we'll see. But if we if we get something Avengers, I'm satisfied. I'm cool, and I'm waiting to see what else what else we got coming.
0: And like I said, it's 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 interesting shimari goes that route kendall because it it, is not something that we've seen a lot of people talk about everybody's focused on fantastic four everybody's focused on what's gonna happen with mutants and the x-men and the avengers even though it's we're kind of due when you think about it for some kind of avengers project i mean last avengers movie we had of course with endgame that was in 2019 and it's 2013 right now i mean it's 2013 oh my god it's uh, 2022 (laughs) Uh, uh now we're gonna enter 2023 and there's no Avengers movie on the docket. Is there any? Do you have any thoughts about any Avengers announcement that could be happening in this uh, in this panel?
2: EJ, I think you looked at the Laker roster and were like, are you 2013?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Kendall yeah, knows, um, Kendall always knows how to take my mistakes and instead of like glossing over it, like find a way to like like shine a big bat signal on it that everybody can see when i make errors which actually enhances the podcast so i i I, like like it never makes me look worse it just it's just always a funny thing so i always love it and that was just another example (laughs) um
2: yeah no i mean the avengers uh the avengers question like you mentioned dj is a great point that you know it's not something that most people are asking besides shimari clearly but it is it is a sort of a glaring hole in the Marvel, in our projected Marvel slate, because that's what's going to be interesting to me about Comic-Con is that how much of it is going to be confirmation of things that we kind of already know, like, you know, the Thunderbolts or, uh, you know, something like Deadpool, you know, like they haven't really announced Deadpool. They haven't really announced Thunder, Thunderbolts. They, you know, we, we, we think there's going to be a World War Hulk movie or TV show you know and we've got all these different things that have been announced through trades captain america 4 an obvious one like that they haven't actually told us are happening so i assume a lot of that thing a lot of those stuff and a lot of those things will be um will be confirmed at comic con but avengers avengers 5 whatever that looks like whatever you would call it it's not really been reported so what is the deal i mean at some point you're gonna have to do an avengers movie Um they're not gonna the the Avengers name comes with too much money, comes with too much prestige at this point to throw it away. Um but at the same time, right now they don't have an Avengers like cast. They don't have a like as far as we know. I mean they may they may force it, you know, and say, you know, the ones these are the new Avengers and that that could be cool. But um we'll see if we'll see how that plays out and how soon they're willing to to make that play. Is it going to be next week? You know, is it going to be this weekend? We find out who the new Avengers are, or is it going to be something where maybe they say they're doing it, but they don't tell us who it is, or are they going to kick it down? Are they going to kick the can down the road a little bit? Um, I wonder, I think they may, they may, they may balk and they may pause on Avengers stuff up until for about a year and focus on some other stuff. Um, But I don't know. I mean, even you think about secret Wars, would that be considered an Avengers movie? Well, they call it an Avengers movie. Is that something that that is the one thing that has sort of been teased that is basically an Avengers movie. But even that isn't it's never been confirmed. That's only been speculated, heavily speculated, some informed speculation. But nobody's come out and said, yeah, trust me, at least not anybody very reputable. I mean, Russo
0: Brothers, they've been talking a lot about wanting to do it. But they even said this week that there have been no discussions internally about actually doing Secret Wars. Do I believe them? No. But that's what they said. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, they don't. They don't work for Marvel. So
2: as far right. as we know, like, yeah, for, they could say, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we haven't heard of any discussions. I mean, they would know, but they can't speak for Kevin Feige. Um, But Kevin Feige would also say that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. Again, I think the, one of the big things will be getting that confirmation on some of these stories. And, and I think you as we saw with the last Comic-Con that we had with Marvel that. Some of these some of these stories will come with, some of the news won't be, oh, we're getting Shang-Chi 2. You know, it'll be, we find out what the name of Shang-Chi 2 is, and that'll be the story. Because we don't know what Shang-Chi 2 is about, for example. We don't know what Captain America 4 is about. I don't think it's going to be called Captain America 4. I could be wrong, but that's, that doesn't sound like what they would call it. But, you know, you call it Captain America 4, you call it Captain America and Patriot. Or Captain America and Falcon, and you now you know Captain like, America oh,
1: Sam
0: Wilson. Yeah,
2: Captain America Sam Wilson. You know, I don't know if that tells me what the movie's about, but I mean, <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that is a that, potential yeah. name. Yeah, that, that and that could be that could be a cool name for them to go with. Um, but no, I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of different avenues that they can go in that regard. Um, but like Shamari said, trailers gonna be a big gonna be a big thing, and honestly, a big thing to watch is gonna be. How many trailers will they make open to the public? Because I mentioned That's it, I think, point. on our show last week. You know, we had a situation, you know, where we haven't had this this type of thing in a couple years. You know, the last convention, the last, sort I would not say secret convention, but the last closed convention that we've had was Comic-Con in, or maybe D23. I don't think there was a D23, so I think it was Comic-Con um, in 2019. So... Uh, we haven't we haven't had this sort of thing since really just besides Star Wars Celebration a couple of months ago uh, and Star Wars Celebration. for the most part, everything that they show was closed. All the big all the all the stuff that people really wanted to see. So um, it'll be interesting to see how much do they show us. I would assume we're going to see Black Panther. I would be shocked if they just make the decision to keep that behind closed doors. But anything else I think is, is could go either way.
0: It's funny because I'm trying to think in terms of I was just looking up like where these movies are in terms of shooting like I kind of forgot that like the Marvels like had wrapped filming like a while ago. Um they actually yeah. wrapped filming in November of 2021 which is kind of crazy to think about but that that's how there's been so this backlog and movies are getting pushed back so it, it kind of throws everything off and kind of throws everything you know kind of throws off my like my biological clock of when i'm expecting to see trailers and when i'm expecting to see actually movie releases but the marvels that rap shooting i'm not sure if ant-man and the wasp had already wrapped yet but um i do think that we should definitely get a trailer from black panther and i, I think they'll probably release that to the public i don't think that they I, I, that's something that's so important and so big i don't it's too monumental i don't think that they could uh, get away with not actually releasing that to the public so I expect to see something from Black Panther this weekend. I think it's time. You know that movie comes out in November. It is July, so we're now four months out. There's been again zero promotion. There hasn't even been a, an official acknowledgement that uh, that you know Tina Huerta is going to be Namor, or that Namor is even in the movie. Like all all we have still are like these reports and these rumors and these blurry screenshots of stuff. Like we don't have actually anything. So it feels like. We're due for that, so I expect Black Panther to have its first full trailer this weekend. Um, some of these other movies, you know, maybe we see stuff. I'm not 100% sure. I think we'll definitely learn know the plot, probably, of all of these movies that are named, except for maybe Fantastic Four. But I think we'll know the plot for Black Panther, the Marvels, Ant and the Watch. When I say plot, I mean as much as we could feasibly want. You know, I think that we'll know who the main villain is of the Marvels. We already know Kang's the main villain of quantum mania so maybe some more details in terms of like what his actual role in the film will be but i think that the big question that still remains And i think the you no know, last time you guys remember that 2019 panel you no, know, a lot of the big thing was oh we got you know everything was around like black widow that was a celebration i think you remember like they you know they were all in the black widow hats at the time that was kind of like The movie that they kind of really centered all their stuff around. I expect Black Panther to be that film, but there's always got to be that showstopper at the end. That showstopper announcement, that showstopper thing that just totally shocks people and totally throws people for a loop. And if you remember that in 2019, it was Mahershala Ali's Blade. That was the showstopper Mm -hmm. moment. I think he came out, and I think maybe him and or Feige put on a Blade hat.
1: I'm pretty sure he did come out. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he come out. I know a blade I'm hat was sure. worn by someone for sure. I
0: know that that definitely happened. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, Feige. I never. I don't think I've ever seen the top of his head, so I know he probably was wearing one. But um, but but that was a showstopper. So there's got to be another showstopper thing. Like I think that they'll celebrate Black Panther the most with this, but there's going to be something else involved. That by the way, that's going to be awkward. Like because this Black Panther situation has been very rocky to say the least. The production of it from the stop and stars to the Letitia Wright stuff to the campaign of people who do not want them to end the child character forever with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and that movement growing larger like this has not been a fun production pre-production slash production and even post-production period I feel like for Black Panther so them even kind of like they better have heat let me just say there's that like they, no better way, be, yeah. they better have heat and they better be all on the same page when they go up on stage on Saturday, because people don't. I don't think that there's a lot of good energy around this movie right now at all. Yeah, there's not a lot of
2: <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say, there's just not a lot of people. It's been a lot of disappointment, you know. There's been a lot, right. a lot of people, and a lot of it's just because Marvel's been so quiet that they've allowed the narrative to be just like. People just been, it's been ran in a million different directions. Yeah, and that's the danger. Because Sometimes We're, so late, we're listening right. to these leakers have to tell us everything, and you're like, oh, well, this person said this person, this is what the story's going to be, and then that right. person said that's what the story's going to be. And, and, you know, right now, as of right now, I don't think anybody really is loving anything they're hearing, so um, it'll be great to actually see what Marvel has. Um, but Right now, with the way that movie you know I mean we talked about it for we talked about it for over a year now, like there's almost gonna be no way that everyone's gonna like what what we get um, no, it's impo- I it's, think it's I think it's, it's an impossible, impossible task so it makes it one it it's gonna be the hardest movie to market I think I've ever seen in the comics it, it's so crazy
0: because it felt like the first movie. Out, like besides, off of besides you're like, your loser, like, right-wing people who have an agenda. Let's right, just right. take them out of it. For the most part, it was a movie that everyone loved and everybody could get by right. so it. So like, and when they announced a Black Panther
2: 2, you were like, oh, man, this one this is going to make so much money. And Yeah, this is, is going to uh, be like The Dark Knight in terms of a, anticipation. Yeah, from an equity, like, a fan-based equity standpoint, it was at, it was at almost 100. So, yeah,
0: 100% approval so,
2: rating. Yeah, 100% approval rating. So for it to be now going into the second one... With like a very, very, again, with this high level of anxiety right, is so unique. Um, and like you said, the marketing, this being the most difficult movie to market when it seemed like the, it was going to be the easiest is,
0: is beyond me. It's a crazy. It's a crazy scenario. Yeah. And y'all, you know, of course, you know, a lot of that is marred in tragedy because of what happened with, with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And that's unfortunate. But it does leave Marvel in a weird spot. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how they play that. But what that showstopper is going to be is going to be interesting. It, like, it just feels like the showstopper has to be Fantastic Four. It feels like it has to be. Really?
1: but, there's, I, was actually,
0: but I was actually going to say the X-Men. So, that goes that goes back to my my, my overall point, champ. To me, is mm-hmm. like, it feels like it has to be because that's the movie they announced. They have a whole logo. Like, this is something that we, like, it's funny, Like and I've said this plenty of times on the podcast, like, it's always funny to me, like, when some other news comes out by Fantastic Four and then, like, there's, like, Thirty-five percent of Twitter that is reacting to the news is learning for the first time that Marvel is doing a Fantastic Four movie, because it's just it's for whatever because it had that announcement happened during the pandemic. It just kind of just it seemed like it just got lost on a lot of people. So yeah. I think because of that, it feels like Marvel was pretty far along with what they were planning with Fantastic Four that that has to be the inevitable. Okay, this is the drop that we get for like something major to get, and of course we don't know what cast. And we thought we had a director, but we don't have one. But considering some of I, these rumors you're hearing about the directors, like there was a rumor they, they went after Spielberg, and Spielberg told them to kick rocks. Um, there's this rumor out there that Jason Siegel may be, maybe, maybe Thing. <laughs> uh, which, which is a whole nother thing. I'm not sure I really would buy. But, like, it, it feels like that project, which was maybe at one point, no pun intended, a little more rock solid than anything related to X-Men, maybe not, I don't know, maybe flux is a hard word to use, but
1: there's so a little was,
0: well, I mean, they lost the director already. Yeah, they lost a the director. So, I mean, there's a little uncertainty around it. I think they're still probably kind of shuffling the pieces together to kind of figure and out exactly what they want. They lost the director, and,
2: like, the guy that everybody, they wanted to play the main character was in it there sounds in like, one of their last it, movies, and doesn't we don't think he's actually going to be in any other movie
0: yeah it sounds um, like he's a one and done that's of course and, krasinski as a as mr fantastic feige is saying what, oh they it's an alternate universe so this is the best chance to do this fame casting yeah
2: and, and i'll tell you what shamari has been the biggest john krasinski guy i've been sort of on the i don't really care as long as they cast somebody good team and talking to people within the last few months People that maybe aren't like your person that would listen to the show or would care who Mister Fantastic Mister Fantastic is, like everybody, like almost anybody that saw that movie, like was excited about John Krasinski being in that movie. Like regardless of who he's, you may not even know who he, who he was. It was just like yeah, oh John he he's, a, he's just he's a big star. Yeah, yeah, like, oh that was a cool cameo. You may not even know who Reed Richards was. Maybe you did. But like, and then you start to realize that they probably should have casted him. It's like, because that would have, in terms of making those most money box office, we already know he could do the job. He, he looked good as Reed Richards. The suit looked cool. And I don't know, I don't know if there's really anybody else that they could cast that would have the, the box office equity that John Krasinski would, would, would bring for people our age and
0: younger. You know, I, yeah, yeah. So. I don't. I mean, because the fan. I think because the fan, the fan campaign. I, this is like ironic because we're gonna talk about Zack Snyder soon. But like the fan campaign was like it's been so prominent that it's a I prominent mean, fan campaign, and, and it's a prominent campaign around like a borderline A list actor. Maybe he's B list, but he's like B plus list if he's not A list. He's you know,
2: A-list depending on
0: the gener- on the generation you're talking about. You're 100% Anybody right about that. Over- a millennial, yeah. he's A-list. There's no question about that. Maybe yeah. a little older, maybe not. Maybe. But, yeah, right. a millennial, he's no question A-list. Because Office is a yeah. cultural phenomenon type And then of you show, have these movies and he was one of the big stars of it. Right. And, of course, he's been in some major blockbuster movies now. So you're right. I think in our generation, a millennial generation, and maybe even a little older, definitely A-list. Maybe it's people a little older and maybe the kids maybe he's i don't right. know like, i think some kids been in my right place so maybe it, yeah. maybe you would say he's close to a list but i don't know he's been in a lot of kid movies or things like that um but he, he's a big star nonetheless so like you can't say well we'll just get a bigger star and now make the people like forget krasinski because he's a big enough star where i don't think you can get anybody that's gonna make you forget a krasinski yeah
2: you know? and then you're not gonna have that same built-in like people people saying this is the perfect casting like Right. You know, you say we're gonna make I don't know Tom Cruise, <laughs> Reed Richards like these people people are stupid. Yeah, he's a big yeah, name yeah, yeah. or Ben Affleck. Like people are just gonna they're not gonna like it. So, um, yeah, I mean there are other people. I mean look I, I think the person that they should cast I'm just throwing it out there. I know I threw out the Cillian Murphy a couple weeks ago for Doctor Doom. Exactly. I think the perf- I think the person that they should cast to play Reed Richards is Brandon Roth. Uh. Oh, wow. former former superman former ray palmer i think that they should go after him as reed richards i mean i but, think he would
0: be excellent but is he yeah. like too is he like too super superhero entrenched to not play a third person well that that's something you gotta talk to his agent about but in terms of like from marvel's <laughs> perspective <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean yeah, Oh no,
0: I am mean, oh, not even I'm not even thinking about it from from like would he want to do different. it? I think I think that it, it, the as long as the check clear I'm saying it's on, long the check clears he's gonna do it. My question right. is more from a do fan perspective. Back. No, I'm not even talking about that. I mean like from a fan perspective. Like do we want to yeah, see play see, another again. another superhero? I mean he I don't how many guys have played three different superheroes in live action? Three different
2: a, I don't think there's a, ever a been to anybody.
0: Question. It's the same this ain't some like long term genre. It's not like, oh, this yeah. is this is a art form that's been around for, you know, three hundred years. You know, you know, yeah. comic books is in superhero comic books, we think of like Harry Siegel, Superman, like the thirties. Like yeah. and then if you're thinking about like just movies, I mean Christopher Reeves, Superman probably the earliest you're really going to. So and that's like that was when like superhero movies were far in between. We're really talking about the modern era. You're talking about the the X Men. That's the 2000. So you're talking about a 20 year medium. And this guy, I don't know if anybody's played three superheroes, and he's been three, he played them three. plays within three superheroes within 20 years. That's a lot. Like I'm, I'm yeah. just saying is that does that, you know, make Marvel ball? Or does that make anyone say, oh, this guy again? Like I don't know. Just a question. And I like the. I don't in know how many people watch Legends of Tomorrow, but but yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh, no, he was not arrow. Yeah, he was in arrow or when people were still watching Arrow. That is
2: true. Um, yeah, Ralph, I think, would and I have other people that
0: certainly could play Reed Richards, but he would be the he'd be my first call. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't dislike the, the casting. It's just the this is another guy playing another
1: superhero role. Yeah, it's it's just and and I mean I've said this before. I think Marvel they keep poking the bear with this trolling people stuff. Trolling yeah. the fans in terms of oh, yeah. you guys wanted this guy. Here, take this. It's like right. what is? You keep doing that, and that's not. It's not a good thing. You know. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Eventually, the fans are going to be like, "No, we wanted this person." Or even if you don't want the fans necessarily picking the people all the time, but why are you poking the bear? You know, yeah. like the, that's unnecessary. So the person isn't perfect. Then it's a problem.
0: That kind of goes, though, to a point, Jam I have with, and I do want to circle back to my X-Men point, but I know we got a little sidetracked, but it does go back to the point of, I think, Marvel has a lot to prove, I think, with this panel, with these both these panels. I mean, you know, you don't ever want to take, you know, conversation on Twitter or social media, you know, as, again, very much part of this theme of this episode, <laughs> we talk about the Snyder Cut later. Like, take everything that at face value, that's how everybody feels about a certain topic. But as I said on last week's show, and it's no doubt happening, there are conversations that people feel that phase four has been a bit of a dud. And I think some of the titles Marvel announced when they announced them, we were excited, but I think that there was a little bit of, okay, well, they gotta be doing these movies because they're going to lead something bigger. Right. And I think So far, I think it's been kind of a mixed bag, whether or not that's really been true. It certainly has not been true for a lot of these movies we've seen. So, I do think we're at a point in time now where, you know, I I think there's pressure on Marvel. I don't think they could just try out there just a little, okay, we're going to do a little trailer here and just a little, you know, announcement here or there, and then, all right, that's it. I think they got to do something major. I think that there's a lot to prove here. And I, I think that there are people who are kind of sitting around waiting to see what is their reason for continuing to follow these stories on a long-term level. Like when you watched, you know, like, you know, you watch these early Marvel films, when you watch the first Captain America movie and you realize there are infinity stones at play, you immediately think, okay, this Thanos may be involved. And, and then, and, um, and the same thing with, you know, you know, these store movies, and, and then of course, when we see Thanos appear in Avengers, then you say, Okay, I, I'm following this because we're, we're heading to some major, major class with Thanos. Like, like I've said multiple times, I don't feel like Marvel fans really know have any clue where we're heading. There's, there's been talks, general talks about multiverses, and I think Doctor Strange probably delivered the I don't know, it's hard to say the most because Spider Man delivered a lot too, but but. That, that's that's it there's no looming threat there's no looming anything to for people to kind of say okay i'm, I'm staking around because of this i don't know if most people watch loki to feel like kang slash he who remains fits that bill and people are very excited and the people were very excited when marvel got the rights to expand fantastic four and there's been very little return on it so that's where i come into this week and while, like I say, Fantastic Four may feel like where the obvious easy target is for they'll give us a cast for Fantastic Four and maybe a director and they'll call it a day for their big reveal, you know, there's a part of me wondering if that's enough. There's a part of me that's wondering that they had they, to they go a step further and with what we saw in Miss Marvel, and I will temper that this will dive into spoiler territory if you've not watched Miss Marvel, so maybe fast forward five minutes and come back. But. When you, when you set up Kamala Khan as the first acknowledged mutant in the Marvel Universe two, three weeks prior to Comic-Con, where you're supposed to be talking about the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it, it just feels like it would be a little bit of a missed opportunity if we don't have something concrete for, for the future of the X-Men and mutants in this universe. That's what I'm looking for. I don't know if it's something I would predict is going to happen, but I feel like it kind of has to for Marvel because... They're gonna give us some unnamed titles. I think we're gonna get some, maybe some thunderbolts, um, maybe a war war Hulk. I think we're gonna get some stuff that's cool, and I do think that there's a good chance we'll get something from the Fantastic Four. But considering how much flux that project is in, if we're not able to, they gotta deliver with the X Men. I, I think that that's that to me is where I'm standing right now because of just the conversation and the momentum that Marvel has had for these, you know, twelve years or so. It feels like it is slowing down just a tad. People are still going to these movies. They're always going to sell, get money. They're always going to make money. They're big money makers. But in terms of the commercial, the, the critical success and the, uh, you know, and, and the, just the forwarding of storytelling, it feels like we're in a no man's land. And there's no recourse for looking at certain things we've seen. Maybe with the exception, what we just saw from Miss Marvel, say, OK, I got something to hold on to. Going forward, and Marvel needs to deliver that with this Comic Con.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was gonna, I was gonna say the same thing when it comes to your point about Miss Marvel, because you know, I feel like like that can't be a coincidence. They they know Comic Con is coming up. They know they have their Hall H. They know the big Marvel mutants, the big mutant connection that they just made at the end of the show. So how do you do that, and then not and give nothing, <laughs> you know, at uh at Comic Con with regards to mutants or, you know, anything relating to that. So I'd be I, if there if there was a big kind of mic drop, I would think that something relating to the X Men and mutants would be the mic drop.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's gonna be the big thing. It's like I mean, you guys talked about, you know, EJ mentioned the the Blade announcement that we got last time, and I'm sure we'll see something for Blade uh this time around but i'll uh, maybe not see something but you will know, have an update obviously regarding Blade. Um you know I feel like they've gotta have a big casting. Uh they're probably a multiple big casting but they have i think they'll have a big casting for something that maybe we don't know about or something that hasn't been as an obvious like and Fantastic four would be included in that but like do they cast Magneto? Do they cast Professor X? Do they tell us who Doctor Doom is if we get a Doctor Doom at some point? Um, Those things are would be would be show stopping kind of things. You know, there were people talking. There was you know the Howard Stern thing about there being a Doctor Doom show at some point. We don't we don't know what's what's real and what's not. Yeah. But um, you know, like I you know I I feel like there's going to be that sort of announcement. Um I think Deadpool is gonna be something
0: that 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 could that could definitely game. be a, a candidate for a showstopper at the end for sure.
2: Yeah. See I don't know, I mean, people will all react differently to Deadpool. Uh some people love it, some people are like, eh, not my thing. Uh I mean I liked Deadpool one especially, but um but I wouldn't like that wouldn't you know I wouldn't lose my mind if they were like, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, like it'd be cool. Cause it'd be like, wow, we haven't had like a real acknowledgement about De- Deadpool yet, but um, like if you told me we got no progress on no real progress on Fantastic Four and X Men, but we got a Deadpool, I'd be I'd be disappointed. But um, I'm I'm just I'm very fascinated to see what they what they do. Obviously, we all are fascinated, but because um, there's so many things, and then it's so weird when you couple this with. Uh, with D twenty three coming out, like, how are they gonna allocate some of these announcements? Right. Um, you know, Cause cause even cause... these
0: animation, even this animation panel. You know, I mean, those are all shows coming on Disney Plus. So, yes, does that mean that we won't get more information from them in a couple months on these shows, or does that mean that all Disney Plus shows are fair game for Comic Con? Could we be hearing stuff about Echo or this maybe this Daredevil series we've been hearing about? There were rumors this week also that. Um, the actors that played Foggy Nelson and um, and and uh, why well, I can't remember uh, Karen, Page, Karen Page that they that they signed on to deals potentially or that they were in talks to sign deals. That's kind of ironic considering that it's Comic Con week. Could they be signing deals so they could roll them out in front of everybody on Saturday? I mean, that's the Disney Plus aspect of this makes this kind of weird considering D twenty three comes in a couple of months and we know that Marvel or at least Disney has particularly wanted a big Marvel presence. I think, for the most part, Marvel has delivered every every D23. I don't feel like there's been one, um, or any, at least most Disney conventions, whether it's D-plus D day, or whatever they call it, um, or or D23, they feel usually have done something. I want to say we learned about Fantastic Four at D23. <laughs> I think that's when they dropped that. So... Uh, I we found know, out certain- about Fantastic
2: Four. We found that about we found out about that during the investor investor Day. thing that had. Okay. Yeah, Disney Investor Day. Yeah, right. We well, we it. really we, they dro- name dropped it at Comic Con. I got you at the end, and then they they officially announced it at Disney Investor Day. I got you, which was kind of like D twenty, but yeah,
0: <laughs> right. So yeah, so so something it, it's something so so. There's gonna be stuff for D twenty three, so this, so that's gonna be a thing. So where that fits in all this, I don't know. The last D twenty three, I feel like that's when we got like
2: Moon Knight, She Hulk, and Miss Marvel in it. We didn't know they were making. We didn't know any of that was coming out. That was before like the leakers and all that <laughs> became like embedded yeah. in Marvel Studios somehow, and they just announced, "Yeah, we're doing She Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Miss in in Moon Knight," and we all lost our mind. Um, yeah.
0: So there's 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 gonna be some there's gonna be something with that. So how that plays into this is gonna be curious. But we know Comic Con is going to be it's supposed to be a big deal. And at this point, the way Marvel's hyped up these panels, they better deliver. So I know I'm excited. I know my guys are excited for this. And I'm sure you'll be getting commentary from us on social media and all kinds of ways this weekend. So make sure you keep it locked to all of our uh, social media accounts to get our reactions to. The San Diego Comic Con stuff, but I want to shift gears now to this uh this Rolling Stone story. So an exclusive article from Rolling Stone reveals details of Warner Media, a Warner Media Commission report that claimed to find evidence that the Snyder Cut social media campaign that created such a tidal wave of interaction online was in part fueled by fake accounts and bots. Now, according to the report, two separate cybersecurity firms found that at least thirteen percent of the hashtag releases Snyder Cut accounts were indeed fake that is an uptick from the usual three to five percent uh experts that usually expect to see when they when looking up uh the the traffic behind a trending account or actually a trending topic it was also revealed that the for snydercut.com domain was at one point owned by a, a digital media consultant who once ran a now defunct Digital ad firm that promised to bring "quote cheap, instant avatar traffic" to your website. Another person behind the website, Fiona Zhang, who was supposedly from China, mysteriously stopped posting after the Snyder Cut was released, or Zack Snyder Justice League was released. and hasn't posted since, and is unable to be found by anybody. So, it's an article that has certainly had a lot of people talking. It paints Zack Snyder in not the best light, certainly very different from some of the recent profiles we've seen from people writing about Zack Snyder. Multiple sources tied to both Justice League and Zack Snyder's Justice League tell Rolling Stone that they believe Snyder was involved in manipulating manipulating, and weaponizing the movement. They also claim he threatened to, quote, destroy John Berg and Jeff Johns if their names were not removed from the credits of his movie, and that he coordinated Ray Fisher. He coordinated with Ray Fisher in their dueling squabbles and beefs with the company. He's also accused of stealing hard drives of material that belonged to WarnerMedia DC, and threatened to destroy footage if he was not allowed to include Martian Manhunter in his movie, much to the chagrin of Walter Hermada, who apparently requested that Martian Manhunter not be included. Because that was not something that was included in the script that Snyder had presented to Warner and DC. So, a lot to unpack here, Sham. I'll start with you. What is your biggest takeaway from this new report from Rolling Stone? A lot. I know you're a huge Zack Snyder fan. A lot of Zack Snyder fans have tried to spin this as essentially a nothing burger. I've seen some try to spin it as Zack Snyder actually looking like a boss. And a lot of these different moves that he made threatening John Berg and Jeff Johns and taking hard drives and sneakily putting in Martian Manhunter in his movie. I see some people see that. Alleged. They say that Yeah, all these <laughs> alleged. And some people say even if it's true, that makes him look like more of a badass. Um as there were incident quotes from Zack Snyder when they kind of confronted him with some of the things of course his fans do and stuff, maybe in a more forceful way that I think others have, he once again tried to kind of take a step back and say that i had nothing to do with that or i, I don't know that that's going on or i didn't do certain mm-hmm. things um what was your takeaway from the the findings and also how zach snyder looked coming from you being again someone who has enjoyed a lot of Zack snyder's work throughout the years
1: yeah you know i mean um you know like you said ej you know here we are again you know talking the snyder cut talking Zack snyder so, so I have a couple of feelings about this. I'd say I, I. So look, this this thing definitely doesn't make Zack Snyder look like an angel by any means. Um, I'm not gonna make him out to be like a baby face, kind of like, oh, why are you picking on him or anything like that. Right. But I also don't. So I so I don't feel bad for Berg or Johns at all, considering. Uh, and you know, you mentioned Ray Fisher. I was gonna bring him up anyway. I mean, these are bad guys. Of course, if if anything that he's saying regarding their behavior is to be believed, which I which I tend to believe what he said, then those the, I mean, these aren't you know guys that are like good guys that are just out trying out trying to make movies and not hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, they so yeah, I they, don't they, really they, feel they they
0: they look like bozos. <laughs> in terms of when you think about the reporting about what they had done and some of the things they said to ray fisher how they comported themselves amongst uh you no know, you no know, josh whedon's you know, war path like right they, they they were they were bozos during that whole time period from what
1: we know so i agree yeah, with that yeah. so based on what what we know based on what fisher has claimed i don't like those guys now i don't condone th- threats You know, say I'm going to destroy you. That sounds a bit, a bit like you know, like them. You know, these aren't things that you want to say to people. That I don't condone at all. I think that's wrong. I, you know, would hope that he wasn't threatening to destroy anybody. I don't even know how he would do that. But, um, so that's not right. That being said, I I understand wanting your property to come out, wanting to. Garner support and wanting to try to create a movement. Now, when it comes to like having fake fake accounts and 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 the weaponizing of those accounts, I don't really know how that works. Um, to, to be totally honest, in terms of I'm not I'm not tech savvy. I barely on social media, so I don't know how fake accounts are weaponized so like so web so the weaponizing claims are a
0: little different from the bot claims. so just for, for clarity okay. for everybody listening at home and for you sham the the bot yes. claims are that people behind this campaign created mm-hmm. bots to disseminate snyder propaganda essentially That's what I mean there's no other way to put it i don't even say i'm not saying okay, that to sure. sound like i'm an a-hole to him snyder propaganda um anti-dc propaganda to influence larger masses to lean towards continuing the conversation and pushing the conversation of hashtag restore the Snyder Cut or hashtag Snyder Cut. That's the bots conversation. It's a little separate from the Zack Snyder is weaponizing the movement conversation. That is more of some of his movements the that he made. Not necessarily even the threat, cause that threat happened after okay. Snyder, the Snyder Cut was actually released, I believe. That was... Okay why is this guy's names why are these bozos names on my movie when they had nothing to do with my movie in this vision they did not like this vision they did not want any part of it they didn't want any part of this vision why are they why are their credits there that is that part of it but the weaponizing is him not calling off the dogs when it comes to the way his fans have attacked people like there was the guy who did uh okay. Godzilla right, and right. Kong had allegedly you know people were like, you know bombing, of course, the, the, the reviews for the movie and bombing the BD page for the movie with Snyder Cut propaganda. Mm-hmm. And apparently, he went to Zach and said, Hey, man, like, I don't have no beef with you. Like, I don't know. Like, could you just tell people to, like, just chill? And Zach apparently said, No, that, that was what that this source, I'm assuming the source is him. I don't know who else they could be talking to, the, but the source says that. He went to Zach and said, "Zach, he call off the dogs." And Zach said, "No, like I don't like that's not my problem." Essentially, it was it was it, he basically gave him the Spider-Man Uncle Ben from the first Spider-Man movie answer of, "I'm sorry, I have a hard time seeing how that has anything to do with me." <laughs> that was basically his answer to this director who had been facing all these issues. And that there are other people who tried to talk to Zach saying, "Hey, can you get them to you know stop posting pictures of Hamada with a decapitated head?" And, and starting off with a decapitated head. Like, there's some things that are a little disturbing. And him either kind of being indifferent or acting like he had no control. and But then at the mm. same time, you know, you know, sneakily posting a picture, a black and white picture of something, uh, you know, hashtag Snyder Cut. And, and kind of put putting fuel behind a movement that had already shown very toxic energy. That is what they mean when they say he's weaponizing the movement. Okay. Yeah, he multiple times weaponized movement. So and this article, they, they painted him at. I think someone's quoted as saying he he. They felt like he was like Lex Luthor, because they felt like he was making these moves that you couldn't like like, like the way I interpreted it. Because I'm sure someone who was at DC who knows Lex Luthor well, it's like you can't actually like pin him down and say, okay, this obviously was him, but just the way he moved in certain instances allowed for this movement that was real, but also had a lot of problematic elements allowed him to move forward and use that as his way of getting what he wanted which what he wanted was a cut of his own movie out mm. and to damage the people that, you know, were in his way from the first time. Right.
1: Yeah. I, so I don't know. And, and I feel like we've had this discussion before regarding his fans and them being, being mean to people and doing very horrible, very saying horrible things. And him just saying, I don't know anything about that. I don't want anything to do with it. All I know is I want my movie to come out, or something, things, something along those lines. I just, I, it's hard for me to villainize him because of that. So I, I you know, it's hard for me to say, oh wait, why didn't he go out and say, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 yeah, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to make him out out to be like a bad guy because he didn't come out and say you know, say, hey, stop. It's always hard for me when when people don't come out and make statements, because I've seen, I've seen, I don't know, things like that happen online with people and just anyone, anyone of note, whether they be YouTube famous, whatever other kind of famous, people say, hey, your fans are bad people because they said X, Y, Z. And they're just like, I don't know. And the person's just like, I don't know anything about that, you know? But... But do you think don't. at a certain so point, Sham,
0: like, I'll push back just quickly before I get to Kendall. Don't you yeah. think at a certain point, though, like, that is just not an excuse anymore? Like, Zack Snyder knows that this is happening. Like, he can't keep saying, I don't know about that or I have nothing to do with that or I have no I have no responsibility in that when you constantly be keep being asked about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, at a certain point, and I know what you're saying because there are certain right. other elements where people will try to paint – away a certain person how they're acting pointed to oh every toxic thing that is done from their supporters or their fans means that it's their fault i i know i know that and i i sympathize with that but at a certain point if you keep getting asked about it over and over again how can you keep saying i have nothing to do with that or i don't like that's not my responsibility like i I, like i'll just ask that question because i at a certain point that i feel like it has to be you can't you can't use that excuse anymore I also think you have to then decide that so you don't this, care.
1: If you're going to decide that so, I'm not going to do anything about it. So I don't know. So it, it it's it, it gets tricky with me also because because I don't know how so there's so there's a couple a couple aspects to this. I don't know if I don't know how much Zach is I feel like if you're if you're online and you're on any side of it, a lot of whatever whatever the issue is people are slinging hate on the internet 24 7 you know and vitriol I've been called you know the, the the list is endless of the things I've been called online and the, <laughs> the horrible yeah. things that have been said and thrown at people for whatever thing whatever, whatever fandom I've been involved in or not involved in or whatever unprovoked. I don't, I, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, not going to fault him for not coming out and making a statement about your supporters said and did this on the internet, unless it's like they stalked someone and said they were going to hurt somebody. When it gets to that level, I think they, that's the line when it gets to real, actual, physical violence. Well in, this, in this article, though, Sham, well,
0: in this article, though, they do say that the situations with some of these instances of threats. To these Warner executives, had gotten so bad that Warner security was called in to monitor what was going on online. Because you do have, you know, people, again, posting pictures of a decapitated Walter Hermada and tagging his children in them. But this is what was happening. And again, at a certain point, Zach can't keep saying, I don't know anything about that, or I don't know what, that's not my problem. Like, Maybe you could say it the first two times, but in the 10th interview you do, people ask, what did you do about this? or How do you feel about this? You say the same thing. At a certain point, it just, it looks like, in my opinion, and Kendall could jump in, it looks, in my opinion, Mm. like you're, you know that that's happening, but overall, allowing this movement to continue furthers your benefit. So that's kind of like just, uh collateral damage essentially not to say that he supports anybody doing that kind of stuff but it's kind of the good with that comes with the bad and i think you're able to justify it. i'm not saying you are but i'm saying anybody right. can justify it by saying well there's bad stuff on the internet so like who am i to to stop when i know that this is going to benefit me kendall where, where where did you stand on some of the stuff you saw from this article and what were some of your big takeaways from it um
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that my biggest takeaway from the article is that there's always, when you have these sort of uh, corporate uh, rivalries, um, there's always two sides to the story, probably somewhere in the middle. Um, From the anti-John Byrd, Jeff John side. Walter Hamada, whatever whoever whatever you want to call it. You know, it always felt like there's gotta be you know, there's no way these guys are just evil scumbags, but like they're right. still allowed right. to keep their jobs. Like right. there's gotta be a level where like at least they're 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 saying, Well, this isn't exactly what happened Which again, you don't know what's real and what's not, but uh <laughs> they're not saying, Yeah, we did all that, yeah, we yeah, we called them that, yeah, we did that and and Jeff Johns is still allowed to make Stargirl, you know, or Walter is right. still allowed to keep his job. So on the flip side, you know, this is now them I'm not saying that this is coming from them, uh, but and all this is alleged and whatnot. But mm-hmm. on the flip side, uh, you know, this is them saying, Well, you know, we got we got poor treatment too, and we have to deal with this and this is some of the stuff that he yeah. did and This this is their is, this is
0: this is there. Is this your king
2: moment. Yeah, and, and, and the their um you know, and you see those you see those situations a lot when when these sorts of things happen. And um, and again, I, I you know, I don't like to jump too deep into it both in either direction because I just feel like I, like I always say there's got to be two sides to a lot of these things. Uh, when there's not, then you know, yeah, I can I can jump full in. But um, but do it, you know? Do I think that you know? Do I think that Zack Snyder was some you know, puppet master that's, that's been controlling some online campaign to to get his movie, really his passion project, released. I, I, you know, I don't think that he's been. I mean, again, that's what they're that's what they're implying a lot. That's the implication. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I don't buy that it's that extreme. Um, do I feel like maybe he's you know shrugging his shoulders saying, oh, whatever you know, uh, screw those guys, maybe. You know that sounds a little bit more believable. So there's there's always a level of truth to these things. I mean, um, I, I tend to, you know, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to when it comes to the stuff with 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 Snyder and his uh his fans, it's always it's always tough when when you're talking about people that support you. I think that that is the layer that is that is so that that's that's hard for. It's hard for me to speak on. Um you know because you know, I think Snyder honestly, I think he just assumed it's so tough when you're wrapped in this bubble. You assume that your people are all great. And even if someone says, Well this is what your people are doing, you're gonna assume that you know, they have a reason. You know, and I know that obviously there's extremes, but you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna assume like, well I either those are nut jobs that we don't that we don't associated with or, or it's like yeah
0: like those emmerich and and berg and john those guys are bozos so yeah if they get getting right. bad treatment it's because they're bozos like there's that right, element right, right. too that he could be feeling right. um and like who am i and i like, hate for him it's like who am i to now jump to those guys defense? they try to ruin my career
2: yeah and and and, and again, I, I i would assume that if you if you if you pin Zack snyder on it at least publicly and maybe even privately you know, I I don't know Zack Snyder, so I don't know. He may have said screw them, but at least publicly, if you pinned him on it, he would say I don't support people, you know, threatening anybody's families. And I feel like he right. said that.
1: I could yeah. be wrong. I feel like he said, "Well, yeah, we had I don't the... support violence. Anyone support doing any kind of violence? Well, yeah, so if anyone saying that, a... he doesn't support that. Yeah, there
2: was the there was the, the geeks and gamer situation where he had to come out and say I don't support hate." I don't support, <laughs> and he's sort of hate or anything like that, and that was the whole deal. So, like, I think that he, you know, when he when he's pushed when push comes to shove, I think he's willing to denounce anything like that. Um, but
0: I don't know if he's gonna. I, I like, think I think I think I think you guys point something important. I think that what we'll see is that when there are very, when presented with very clear, obvious things like individual individualized things you can kind of like you can't separate it from the movement but i think in his head he can he's willing to then step in and say okay i denounce violence i denounce hate or things like that again those very like kind of like generic sentences i think when it comes to people saying hey this is a problem with your movement or at least a movement that's taken in your name and there needs to be stronger words regarding how your movement is moving that go that need to be addressed beyond just i in general denounce hate that is where it's he, always that, that is where that is where he's always never went that line he's and, and it's, i think it's, with, and it's very interesting Shumari, why he doesn't do that
2: i think where Shamari comes in and, and Shamari can correct me if i'm wrong but i think i think where i think where snyder would probably take it is like where you say like you know your fan I don't think he looks at his fan base as a whole and says like my fan base has a particular problem with being as, that's wrong toxic. I know and, but uh, he's wrong but he's wrong like, I think would say I think whatsmari's saying is that like that's the exact same thing as like you know as like I don't know Marvel for example like Marvel fans there are I mean I would say I don't know 90 percent of them are positive Ninety-five. I don't know, but
0: I'm sure you could if you scour, you could find. But that's a problem. That's that. That's that. That's that. But that's, that's, that, that's, that, but that's that equal equivalency issue that we have. Honestly, that happens with a lot of conversations regarding toxicity in our world. Is that well? Okay, let's compare it to there. There is no movement like the Zack Snyder movement in terms of toxicity. There just it's it's, it's, is. The Snyder thing is it's it's not it's not for debate. It's not up for like like oh uh, like are there other toxic people in other I mean, movements? Star Wars? Of course, can be
2: bad. Can be bad. Star Wars can be bad, right? Yeah, but Star, and Star really
0: right, but Star Wars um, has a pro- but Star Wars has a problem. Like I'm just trying to say, like there are obvious communities where you could say, yeah, there's a problem with this community. Like, it's not like uh, they oh because Star Wars has a problem, we can't say Zack Snyder has a
1: problem. But, no, they're, they're both but, issues. And and I think what one thing and I feel like I if, and again I feel like we've had this discussion before, and and which is totally fine. But like I feel like I don't think Zach. I, and this is me, and you can, you know, I know, I don't know, maybe it sounds unbelievable. He may not even know that. Because I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> and dude, he may not community. know that
2: his is any worse than that, in the
1: normal, is what we're saying. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. I just don't know. I, 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 I know. It's I all love. That. It's all not love that he does it's not all support. It's all he please come out that. with more content. I'm right. sure that's not, what he's seeing. Not that. I'm not sure that. that's what he's seeing. But, dude, but, but, shame. like I said before, that gets, I,
0: I, I agree with that on the surface. But again, that gets okay. undercut every time you're presented with examples or concerns from people saying, can you call the dogs off? If it, if it happened only once, maybe I could hear him thinking, all right, it was just one thing, made that person overblown. You getting called, you got some random dude who did Godzilla calling you? Like, you think that's just, you think that that, that person is calling other directors. Regularly asking them to stop their fans from attacking their movie online? Like, that's not normal. And, I, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I see, I read this article, and everything, everything is a, it, it, he read, he sounded, he sounded a little bit like Josh Wee in this article. Everything's a denial. And I'm like, yo, dude, not everything in this is false. Like, I'm tired of him denying every single thing. You trying to tell me this guy didn't reach out to you? You trying to tell me that Warner didn't tell you? Yo, can you give us back our content? Like, you're really trying to, go, like, he's denying stuff that I feel like he, you you know, like, they probably can't be proved or nobody really wants to go down that rabbit hole trying to prove. So he feels like he could just deny it and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yo, dog, like, why would someone make that up? That as a director called you saying, Cause we all saw what happened with Godzilla and Kong. So, like, why would they make that up? You definitely, you admitted you did take the security drives. But you're saying, but they didn't ask them for them back. You trying well, to tell that, me? You yeah, trying to tell me Warner saying, Media like, and their most important like property? That. They allowed you to take their IP for yourself, and that they had no problem with it.
2: Yeah, uh, like come on, man. Like that, this stuff I, I'm I not born like yesterday. That's why I say that. That sounds like more than he said. He said where it's like from his. But that's where you lose
0: credibility for me because it's like you can acknowledge as, some of this stuff. He's not acknowledging any of it.
2: Right. Like he that that you know like he may have viewed it as. Look, I'm just you know I'm just I held on it's like somebody like held on to a company computer for like three years it was like and then the other side they're like oh well he
0: stole it you know it's like oh you the no, for. My, and, yeah, my thing and my thing is with that like I I actually that is one of the things I actually don't even like follow him as much for that whole of all the things him taking the hard right. drives because he explained why he did it right but like they told you to give it back like I don't like you just say they didn't they didn't tell me to give it back really that doesn't that sounds unbelievable they fired you, you have beef with them, you have their property. They're saying they t- asked you to give it back, and you said no, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, uh, he, they never wanted it yeah. back. And look, the, guy, the guy called you, you, he, did, he, he actually didn't reach out to me. A lot, there's a lot of stuff here about, oh, you did this stuff, and it's like, oh, I did it, but like nobody said it was bad. Oh, you shot in your backyard, oh, I did, but like one media said I could do it. Really? You put Martian Manhunter in your movie. Homeboy tells you, hey, please don't put Martian Manhunter in your movie. Why didn't you put that in your script? And you and you deny that, that. I mean, come on. Again, like, everything's a denial. That's where this guy lose credibility for me. And it was tough reading this article because I already have these issues with Zack Snyder personally. And I say I have not personally. I mean, just my thoughts on <laughs> how he's right. how he's behaved. Over these five years. And this article, I feel like it's tough for me to read because it's red meat. I'm, and the he's he in it. It will not be worse if he wasn't quoting it. I think I actually could read this more objectively. But these quotes are terrible. And, the then, the la- and then it ends like with, oh, again. I hope this is a balanced article. And I hope, I swear to God, if this guy one more time says, I hope he talk about the good that Snyder fans do, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm gonna throw my computer out of a window. But,
2: but I think that, that, that is the stupidest thing I've ever
0: heard. I've no, never heard I just, anybody that's... talk about somebody toxicity. Talking about uh, we don't ask yo. We talk about issues with Star Wars. We don't, I never heard Captain Kenny say. I hope you people talk about the good stuff Star Wars people do. Like, what are you talking but, about, dude?
2: But, but I think that does speak to like what Shamari is saying in that. Like, there, it's hard to say, and I know EJ it's, from your perspective it's probably even tougher because you're not. You're not a you're not a fan of the Snyder stuff. I I'm not. So I don't like I don't look at it from that.
0: I never But I, I actually like Zack Snyder's where...
2: Justice League though.
0: I I said I said, right. said that on this show.
2: Right. But I mean like I'm just saying like a DCEU, we know those people right. exist. Yeah, yeah, I got like, you. Like all they go to the, the Snyder Con, whatever you want to call it. Like those people exist. I'm not one of them. You are not one of them. But so it's, it's probably hard for you to see it from that perspective, but and I got it more so when I forgot what it was. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was called Snyder Connor when they had their their thing where they had uh Ray Porter from that was playing Dark Side in the movie, and they had a whole thing. That old panel Snyder was there. Like, from his perspective, he sees that side of the fan base. I don't look, we can debate whether he sees it more or whether he sees the LE side. But like that is the that's the face of the movement. And that there are probably a lot of good, especially given that he was going through a tough time in his life during a lot of that period. He sees a lot of the good that is done, the positive stuff. Where, look, I'm not saying that, you know, they're not, you know, it's not like a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a charity, you know, foundation or anything, but. Like, they're, that's, they're that's, but that's why I stuff. scoff at that. It's like, what good did they do? Like, I'm
0: like, that's a stupid talking point.
2: Uh, no, but they could, yeah, but they could, I'm sure like they raised money for, for, you know, suicide prevention for example or stuff like that okay great millions and of people
0: i've downloaded suicide prevention millions of people have done that like right. i'm like i'm so sick of these but like, like they're
2: using their platform to, to
0: to to spread awareness for those different things but like, they aren't, yo but they aren't though because like most like our the conversations around the, the the i don't get any of their stuff from suicide awareness I'm on the internet I'm but in like but no UB. but you're
2: not a Snyder guy
0: that's why I can say like from your perspective you don't no I'm talking about, no it, no, but it. No, but I'm, no but I'm talking what? about what they what they disseminate they they disseminate snyder pro snyder stuff, which is fine that's that's what they like I'm saying this idea that I don't look at the Zack Snyder community and say that's a that's a you know a suicide prevention community nobody thinks that so i I don't want to hear no, him talk no. about that anymore. That is a stupid I mean, talking
2: I've point. i So look, I'm just speaking from my experience. I'm not. am saying have, you're, you're, It's
0: I'm not saying it's your talking point is stupid. I'm saying that no, his no. talking point is stupid. I uh, yeah, clear. I'm
2: just saying from I've seen, I've seen like they've they've had
0: you know rallies and stuff
2: like that. Not rallies like public rallies, but like because of you know COVID, but like online rallies to raise awareness for this and raise money for this, and with the Snyder Cut as like the front facing thing of it, to get people to rally behind some of these causes, and Snyder would show up and stuff like that. So I think he he's speaking at it from that perspective.
1: And I I would also suicide awareness would would be meaningful to him as well, because he lost his daughter to suicide. So I would think that, you know, that would be meaningful to Zach, personally. Um, I mean, I don't know, but if there was anything that I would think that he would know about, I think it would be that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I... but I, 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 you know, I mean, I kind of echo your your sentiments, Kendall, and I, I, feel like, I feel like you, I feel like you can see him as like, and I don't mean to get political or you know, look, not, not trying to alienate anyone in particularly, but I feel like you can see him as like a Trumpy kind of figure. Yeah, Trump is the name. That's that just, that comes that's to just mind. letting stuff happen. I'm trying not to
0: but, say his name, but that's what that's what I see when but, I see a lot of this guy.
1: But with this, it's like. Trump, but but like with 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 this, it's not like such blatant such like when I say when I, when I say blatant indiscriminate evil, I mean like blatant indiscriminate evil. I know, but that's why so that's like, why people point to that. that he's seeing the the spreading of a it literally just a fandom superheroes right like he's seeing that <laughs> like, you know it's like the most positive thing ever you know what I mean like he's not spreading that kind of negativity. People talk about kind of how much like, they love he's and gavel. I'm to love like, band. Not sure that hate. Right. So, no, I mean, I you hear yeah. pockets of things and of terrible things. Yeah, yeah you hear things that's like, like when I going probably that. I'm not as. Yeah, that's probably the reason I'm not as outraged because, you know, you're on the internet for a while. You see a lot of hate. You see hate everywhere. There's hate everywhere. People right. are slinging mud, slinging hate <laughs> at everybody. <laughs> that's Threats. why I, the internet's a horrible look, place. You know, it's hate all over the place. Like the,
2: like the Snyder cut, yeah. EJ is one hundred percent right that the Snyder cut is definitely unique from the average. Like particularly, it's it's unique and certainly in in the sense that you don't see. One thing I would say, yes, you're right. A very, it's, it's, a very specific, it's, a, it's a very specific. It's a very. specific lot of fervor. The
0: Snyder
2: community. Yeah, a lot of fervor. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very specific. It's like. Yeah, like I I separate the Snyder cut community
0: from even like Shamari. Shamari's a Snyder fan.
2: Of course, there's, yeah, there's a Snyder scenario, cut Shumari, community
0: like that. that is different than even Snyder fans. 100. percent There are a lot of people who like Snyder, Jack Snyder's stuff that he did with DC, right. but and and there's a segment of people who go online and look for fistfights. No, and it's but, very, see, but that and it's very clear, clear. That's
2: where we talk about those people. I'm not saying those. No, know there are a lot of them. Every... Or or oh, maybe course. not. Maybe there's they're bots. I don't
0: know. I, they're there maybe they're bots. Maybe there aren't. Maybe there aren't a lot of them. I don't know. But I know there's a lot of right. accounts that are looking but for fistfights.
2: saying like they're going. They're just they're. We can't lump all even people that wanted to see the Snyder Cut and were passionate
0: about it as people that were looking for fistfights. I don't know that. I, know? I, 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 never, I never said all. I never said all. I said there's a there are a lot of them. Right. Like, which is true. But, Again, there are a lot of – there's a lot of, within the Snyder Cut community that are going out there looking for blood. They're looking to, to trash other movies. They're looking to trash right. other fans. They're looking for arguments. They're looking for fights, and they're taking it sometimes too far. So,
1: but so I so. I'll, and he can't. I'll, he can't admit it. So I'll. I'll probably. I mean, I can probably since we we kind of brought up Star Wars before. I kind of feel like Star Wars is probably a good kind of meet. Maybe, maybe not. A, maybe, it's definitely not a perfect comparison, but by any stretch. But I I think it's a comparison is probably say to probably explain why I'm not holding him as much as fault. Star Wars is a horribly toxic community, as everyone knows at this point, right. with various fan bases insects, sects hating on. Different <laughs> sects of the fan base. There's all this terrible hating on George Lucas personally, which I don't understand. You know, a lot of just, yeah. a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate in the community. It's a problem. Um, yes. I'm not expecting, um, you know, and like, and like really nasty hate, like really bad hate. Yeah. Uh, the homie that played Jar Jar was, had suicidal tendencies because of hate. Yeah. Horrible, horrible hate. Like very horrible, awful hate. As bad as you could get, and I'm not expecting, um, you know, uh, Kathleen Kennedy or someone else to come out and say it, to come yeah, out, yeah. Could, like to, to strictly come out and like chastise, you know, she. I, don't, I think to this day, since Disney's bought Star Wars, she has not done that. <laughs> really make her, yeah, Regardless of like... the hate that people that enjoy the prequel movies, uh, like myself, got. And continue to get constantly horrible hate. There has been nothing has been said um, to this day. I, I, do I fault her for that? No, because it's J. the J. problem. J.J. Abrams. Abrams. I'm not faulting anybody for that. that it, because people on the people are just gonna hate. People are just, there's hateful people that have nothing better to do with their lives but hate. It is what. Because it is. at the end
2: of the day, like they're just trying Bobby to make at it.
1: And says and they're just trying to make movies
2: for all the hundreds of thousands or millions, probably Star Wars fans that do engage in some of that. Like, there's millions, tens of millions more that don't, you know. And, yeah, I, and I look, I don't know what the percentage.
1: They're just trying to make movies, know. spread love, spread positivity. They're not trying yeah. to have anything to do with any of that kind of that kind of stuff, you know. That's why if she were to yeah. get asked about that, I, I'm sure she'd be like, "Look, I think what EJ is That's terrible." And I just want to make positive movies for people, and those people think, aren't real fans, and and you know all that, all that kind yeah.
2: of stuff. I think EJ 100% right that Zack Snyder probably would have been would have been smart, or would have been would have been nice and cordial for him to come out with a statement to denounce, you know, strongly like those sorts
0: of threats and things of that nature. Uh, I don't even need it's that. It's just. I don't even need that, Kendall. All I need is when he's asked about it, to not get platitudes about generic platitudes of "I don't condone hate" but that's or, I don't, or "I or don't know" or "I don't know what's happening." That's I don't need that. That's, but that's what that's... I don't need lawyer speak. Like it's, it's a simple, <laughs> it's a very simple question. <laughs> Your community is harassing people and is out of control. What do you have to say about it? and Are you going to do something about it? It's very simple. Well,
2: that's what I'm saying. I mean, you look. Say, man, I looked. hope
0: that that's terrible and that needs to stop happening. I know my fans are very passionate and I appreciate that passion, but sometimes it can get out of hand. They need to chill. It's simple. He could have done that once, and I'd be like, "All right, well, look, he did it," and like, "Okay, if they go crazy, still they go crazy." He won't do it. He he's, he 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 is so easy. It's so easy, but it's hard, and I keep saying that because it's hard because he knows he doesn't want to ostracize those people because those people are. are those bots included with the people are, you know, are paying his checks like they, they at the end of the day, they're writing his checks. They're paying for his mortgage. And that's yeah. why, like for me, from a character standpoint, it's hard for me to really respect him fully because of this. Because I couldn't believe I'm reading this article again, where years now past all of this drama behind him getting fired and not fired and leaving, whatever the hell the situation was. And he's asked about it again, he's still ain't giving me the same nonsense answers. It's like, I, I and I'm I'm sorry, I didn't even want to hear from Ray Fisher. Like Ray Fisher tweeting, oh, another hatchet job. Like, yo, shut up, dude. Like <laughs> so that's what makes this whole thing. We like, what are you talking like, what are you talking about?
2: Yeah, the thing that makes this to me the the most interesting
1: it's is
0: hard. it made Ray Fisher? Is it made up that there are 13% of the people that are pushing Restore the Snyder cut are bots? Is that made up? What part of this is a hatchet job? Like there's some stuff here that I see that makes me think, "Yo, man! Like, what is actually going on?"
2: But again, that's that's where it goes back to. You know, there's two sides of this whole thing, and you know, now Ray Fisher is on the other. He's on the he's on the negative end of of, of this deal. Um, I that that's I don't know. Like that's why I don't I don't want to jump too deep into the well because I'm like I don't know who's who's making this stuff up. You know, they both both of them are making themselves sound like it's like 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 bad people on both sides. So I'm like, like, am I supposed to now not believe what Ray Fisher is saying because of this? Am I supposed to believe that all of this happened
0: on both sides and everybody's trying to screw each other or. I mean, yeah, my, my, the thing I tweeted was that I feel like this confirmed that there are really no heroes in this story. And I never really felt there were any yeah. heroes. That's that's kinda how I felt from the beginning. Right. That there really and aren't that- any heroes in this story. They all I mean, it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood at its highest yeah. level. What do you expect? It's gonna yeah. be people shiving each other. It's gonna be people stabbing people in the back. Is that's what it that's what Hollywood is. And that's right. how that was my interpretation of this. I don't look at Ray Fisher's allegations at all and feel like they're any less ne- they're negated by any of this stuff. I don't I don't care if he did coordinate with Zack Snyder. It doesn't matter. Racism and the way those two bozos were acting was unacceptable. And though three, if you include Whedon, it was unacceptable. There's no, there's no debate around it. So I, my, my, my shut up Ray Fisher comment is not to any of his allegations. It's to this other stuff that has nothing to do with you, fam. That is larger than you. That is a problem that has been affecting people that aren't just the high level of people. They're regular people on Twitter. They're regular people just doing their jobs, reporters, fans, of other people. And you coming out out of, the, out of the woodwork with your with your little comments? We don't need to hear from you. Yeah, that was my big Ray yeah, no, Fisher.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's 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 so tough because I think honestly, like we, you know, Shamari is our closest thing to a to a Snyder person. Um, but we, that's why we, we really that's why we need like that. That's
0: why we love to have him on the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we need to have a real Snyder cut person. I i, I yeah, actually need to have a real
1: that.
2: Snyder cut member member of the, the that would consider himself so a real tr- tried and true member of the Snyder cut. Yeah, a real soldier, or someone on the to, front to, lines to 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 explain because I just I I do feel like there are things that there's just gonna be so many things that we're not privy to, and there's that that I'm sure that they do that Zach Snyder is privy to that he would speak to and say. Well, yeah, this is why I don't like, you know, because we also understand there's a there's a stigma when you come out and you denounce something, and you and you you sort of lump that stigma with that group, you know. If, if Snyder comes out and says like, oh yeah, you know, I got to denounce the hate within the Snyder Cut community because of this and that, then like you're also now attaching the stigma that they're that it's a that's a hate group i'm just tired
0: group. i'm just tired of the people donated money or did some things so therefore they're above reproach some of the worst people in our society some of the people that are locked up in prison for doing terrible things some recent people or very charitable people i don't even want to name the people because i don't want to make a false equivalency to those folks but like using that As a a shield which is what Zack Snyder does Every time this comes up Is irresponsible And it's pathetic There are people all over the world Who donate to causes Who don't then also turn around And attack people on social media It is okay To not have to keep bringing that up Every time you say Why are your fans so out of control It's not that hard It's so easy and he refused to do it, and we know why he's refusing to do it.
2: Yes, yeah. And it's yeah, unfortunate because it, it, he's a talented I mean. field
0: director. I think that he is I don't I don't even think he's this Machiavellian person that even this article paints him out to be. I think he at heart is a pretty decent dude. But I think money and ego corrupt anyone. Even the the finest of heart. And I feel like a lot of this stuff with the Snyder cut has been an ego trip. And because no one's really been able to really fully check him and these people have been so empowered. This is what we have now. But it's ironic to the, you know our conversation got more into his content, but this Ryan didn't go to this. And then see, again, a lot of this stuff was at was 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 not even real. There was a significant percentage that was Literally made up In terms of people that are actually supporting this stuff But the number, the streaming numbers don't lie Zack Snyder's Justice League came out It did not perform other streaming movies Did not perform Suicide Squad Did not perform Wonder Woman 84 A lot of people watched 10 minutes of that joint And turned it off so this promise of some blockbuster was going to change the world with the Snyder cut, that didn't even happen. So that's another reason why his answers are so unacceptable to me. It would almost be different if you were telling me that this was the fan base behind a billion dollar fan, a billion dollar franchise. It like I'd be like, that's a lot of money. I, I almost understand it a little bit. This is for a one-off that people forgot in a month. And he he still he still can't he yeah, can't yeah. he can't just say the right thing. Yeah, and that yeah what I makes mean it me sad.
2: it's it's so hard. I mean I you know I keep saying it you know and EJ you you definitely sound like you're you're coming from a a more you're on the other side of it you know I don't want to say anti-Snyder because that's a hard that's a hard word but you're you're on the you know I'm definitely not not a fan <laughs> definitely not a fan of the movement um you know I, I think i don't know i mean you know from your perspective um you're viewing it more negatively like you said look i don't i don't know again i'm not a, i'm not a fan of snyder i mean like you said the people some people saying you know this is this is i don't I think it's good news because screw walter hamada and whatever i i don't know but um you know i mean how they felt about the Snyder cut. I mean, some people may may you know, may feel like, look, you know, it the fact that it even released and the you know, and the fact that the fact that it did comparable numbers to, you know, a Wonder Woman movie that was a new movie, whereas this was a, a rehash of a movie that people had already seen, you know, recut of something people had already seen. Like, oh so you, you know, these things could be could be could be uh manipulated, but I you know, I think that um it's just a weird. It's just a weird thing because, like, his fans, you know, they're viewing it far more positively, um, and that there's there's a segment of people that are I don't I don't what I don't think exists, and there's maybe there are people that exist, but I don't think there are I don't think there are that many people that are like pro Toby Well, I don't think that guy exists, uh, you know, or the I'm pro right, and that's a,
0: that's like, and, and in some ways that's kind of like the. Not that it's a problem, because again, those guys, I have no love for those guys. And again, I've called them bozo several times on this show. But it's almost like that's the problem. It's Like, because of that, like, it's like a problem, but it's in one way, it's actually a good thing. That's why I think because I really I, cause good. it makes me feel like the people that actually are talking about the issues you have with Snyder, like, you know, they're not coming. They're not some DC shill, which is what these people claim you are. Like, <laughs> I don't know the people even exist, really. But like they're not some DC shill who just is in the pocket of DC who is saying yo these people have problems man but almost at the same time because you don't have the ferocity of <laughs> people defending John Berg and these people that's like, what's good about and, and it and almost that's... like and almost like strengthens this movement that doesn't really have a real like they could fight like that's why they could fight Go- Godzilla and they could fight you know uh they could fight uh James Gunn and they could fight they could fight these random people because they don't really have an adversary,
2: like you know Star Wars. That's what differs from Star Wars is that, like, for the most part, like, yeah, you know, most, there are a lot of people like to beat up on the prequel movies, but there are a segment of people that are pro prequel and anti original trilogy. There are people that will beat up on, you know, Anakin Skywalker, but then there's people that are pro Anakin or vice versa. Uh, people that will beat up on the the new movies and uh, the sequel trilogy, and then they'll. People that love this speak- music, exactly. So, you know, it, it, like, like I said, there's, I mean, there's people that still love, like, there, obviously, you know, Suicide Squad, for example, has fans, and Wonder Woman eighty four has fans, but like, there's a lot of those people are all Snyder people, you know, you know, I mean, there's some people that are like, I don't like all these music. Honestly, the the Batman has helped with that. There are people that are like, I'm pro, Pat-, you know, and Robert Pattinson, so like, fight me on the Ben Affleck stuff and fight me on, you know, I think the DCU was was stupid. So I think that has helped in that regard. But, you know, honestly, that's why I think DC has saw after the Robert Pattinson thing that like, just gotta keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, the Snyder thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see how long this lasts.
0: Yeah. This article points to that. It points to, you know, the success of the Batman. Points of success that you know, Star Girl has had for you know uh, Jeff Johns, and that you know this is kind of, I think it's I think this article is written to kind of be the last word, but I think I think it's kind of naive for this Rolling Stone and this reporter to think that it would be the last word, because Zach Snyder knows how to keep this idiocy going, and that idiocy I mean is the harassment online that happens, um, and that fan base. Is rabid. So just mentioning their name. They're like that rapper who, like, is waiting for their name to be mentioned so they could diss you and, like, destroy you on the track like that. Like, you're better off not ignoring, just ignoring them. And, again, like, we, I think we ignored this whole phenomenon for the last several months, and now I got brought up again. But I did note, Zack Snyder Justice League is on digital. So for y'all who don't have HBO Max and y'all want to check it out, you should check it out. It was pretty good. I liked it. I think we all liked it. Uh, to varying degrees. Um, and you can see what the whole hullabaloo is about this whole Zack Snyder situation. But I want to end the show talking about uh, going back to Marvel. Again, Comic-Con is this week. And uh, one of the shows we could also learn more about outside of some of the other, you know, Marvel animation shows I mentioned, What If and X-Men 97, is Marvel's Spider-Man Freshman Year. Now, this is an animated series expected to explore the origin of the MCU Spider-Man, which, of course, is played by Tom Holland. But it turns out Holland himself may not actually be involved with the project, according to the Illuminati, Holland will not be reprising his role as the webslinger. So I actually toss this to Shamari because we haven't heard it from him in a minute. Um, Shamari, does this temper your expectations for this show? I feel like this is like one of the like big. It, it's like I feel like this show is a big deal, but like we kind of keep forgetting that it's happening because we don't. You know, we don't. We don't have a Spider-Man origin story. We started with. Civil War where he was already Spider Man and then Homecoming he's already Spider Man. Um and this was supposed to be to tell that story of, you know, that Tom Holland Spider Man first getting bit by the web better by, by the spider and then eventually becoming Spider Man. And apparently Holland's not gonna be involved. Uh, does that disappoint you and does that affect your interest in this film in any or excuse me, this show in any way?
1: Uh no. No. Yeah, no, it, it, well, it doesn't affect my interest in the show and it doesn't really disappoint me too much. We've had a lot of very good um, anime, very good Spider-Man voices. I don't yes, know we who. I don't know. So I'm not too. Um, though I know we're not going to get the Drake Bell one again uh, for mm-hmm. reasons, oh, no. I'm not gonna, reasons. I'm not going to reasons. I'm not going to bring up on the show. Yeah, but but we've had a lot of really good Spider-Man voices. I'm not. I'm not. And the fact that there have been so many good Spider-Man voices makes me. know that whoever we're gonna get it's not gonna be someone that's like bad you know what I mean so I'm not I'm not concerned about the voice acting for Spider-Man in the show being lackluster or oh this doesn't sound enough like Tom Holland or anything like that I don't really need him to do a Tom Holland impression you know similar to these other recasting situations etc so I I, I don't need I don't need a Tom Holland impression I just want a good Spider-Man voice and, you know, they can make it look kind of we already saw what the Peter Parker kind of looks like. He looks fine. So, I I mean, I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, it's it's, it's not bothering me too much. Yeah,
0: I mean, we had Josh Keaton um, from Spectacular Spider-Man. He was mm-hmm. um, an yep. excellent voice for Spider-Man. I'm trying to think of who was the animated series Spider-Man um, voice. I oh, remember it's a trivia question. <laughs> uh, a good Barnes, term, right? But yeah something barnes uh can't remember his name i'm trying to look it up cameron now, christopher christopher daniel barnes
2: christopher. Christopher, uh,
0: christopher yeah christopher daniel barnes you know also really stellar i actually you know i know yeah i talked about this show now a couple times on this podcast because I, I started re it again i don't know if you guys have watched that spider man animated show that marvel did um not that long ago 2018 yes yeah i didn't give it i, I really didn't give it a shot which was my bad honestly because uh it, it's actually pretty decent and the, the the voice of that, um, Robbie Robbie Damon, is also really good. So, yeah, I kind of agree with uh, Sham in that I don't think this really affects me too much. But uh, what about you, Kendall? Uh,
2: well, I mean, the reason this doesn't – one of the reasons it doesn't bother me is we actually had a gentleman by the name of Hudson Teams play him in What If. That is uh, true. Yep. We did get a Peter Parker in What If. That was supposed to be some version of the MCU Peter Parker and it wasn't Tom Holland. So, uh, but at the same time, I mean, I, I, we, me and EJ, we briefly talked about it about the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know how to feel about Spider Man freshman year because the concept sounds cool, but the animation that they teased is bugging me out because it looks like they're almost trying to do like a 1960s 1970s style yeah when they announced it the they said that it was,
0: was going to be it was going to be a kind of like a homage to the origins of the comic books so you're talking about you know they made it they made seem fantasy you know, exactly like a, yeah comic yeah book, basically that's what, the that's design, what they're really talking about you know
2: the design they showed for Peter Parker like i mean he looks like he's stuck in 1965 like he doesn't doesn't look uh modern Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, again, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, that could, that could be just a joke and that it looks completely different. Um, but I, in terms of story-wise, there's plenty of potential. Um, I almost feel like they have to be careful not to do too much because, uh, and I'm sure they know Spider-Man's got a big enough rules gallery to where. You know you can save plenty of villains for movies and tell plenty of them on TV, but uh, but also you don't want to have like him having fought like every single super villain he's had before we even see him in Spider Man Civil War in Captain America Civil War, um, so I feel like they have to do a little bit more mundane stuff naturally with his character, which will be interesting to see. But um, but yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll answer a lot of the questions that we've had. Uh, Uncle Ben, how do you get you know, the spider bite, stuff like that, but um, I wish they just went with a more conventional animation style, is what I would say.
0: Yeah, I, I you know, the animation, again, the little, the very little we saw was a little bizarre. It's actually funny, I, I actually looked up, uh, you know, Jeff Trammell is going to be the head, you know, executive producer and head writer on this show, and, you know, he announced, you know, it was announced uh, in November uh 20 it was disney plus day of uh, last year. So you would think they've been kind of hard at work on this uh for a while. It's funny cuz like the the shows that he's worked on, you know, he apparently, he's Cannonball and uh Craig at the Creek, which is a Cartoon Network show. And <laughs> mm-hmm. you no, know, that artwork is, you know, it's a little weird but it's, it's definitely not like an old cartoon or anything like that. No. Nope. And, and I'm not sure really of all any of the other work he's really done, where it would kind of align with that kind of style, like he's worked on Amphibia, that you know a Disney show that also has more of a modern art style. Um So I I, I don't know where this is coming from, and I'm I'm fascinated to see this guy's work. You know he's a young black man. Or I don't know he's young, but he's a black man. So <laughs> uh so that alone, you know, rooting for everybody black as they say. So I'm already interested in that. But it's, uh, yeah, the art is going to be interesting. I I, I want to see how it you know, fully looks. I don't want to take one image or even some of the you know title screen that they've shown us and kind of maybe jump to you know, false conclusions. Like, to be honest, again, that other Spider-Man show, I did not like the art. I was very adamant about that, that new show that Marvel did in 2017, 2018. And I feel like, again, I didn't give it enough a shot because I'm watching it back. I'm like, this is actually way better than I thought it was going to be or remembered it. So I want to give it a shot, but in terms of Holland's involvement, it's weird. Like, I feel like, I don't know how many times, well, I guess maybe maybe it's twice. Maybe it feels more. But I feel like oftentimes we've had these conversations about shows doing animated shows on movie properties where the actor in the movie is supposed to be the voice, and it never comes out to fruition. The main one I'm thinking of is Harley Quinn. You guys remember the earliest announcements about that? Or of the earliest reporting about that. It was supposed to be that uh, Robbie was supposed to be Harley Quinn in the show, too. And that didn't happen, obviously. Yeah. And I want to say maybe the Deadpool show, there was also a word that Reynolds may do that, too. I could be wrong about that. I hope I'm not making that up. But there are other instances of people saying, oh, they'll also do the voice of the car- cartoon character, too. And it never works. It never works because those people are way too busy. And, like, to do animated voice work. It, like, takes a long time. Like, you're doing, like, 30 episodes or 20-something episodes. Like, that's not, oh, I could correct this out in a weekend. Like, it's probably, you know, at least a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months to get that yeah. all worked out, you know? So so it never works out, and it never happens. So I I think for me, I don't know if I really and- was expecting Tom Holland to do this, but I kind of was, like, hoping he would. Like, I was kind of hoping if there, was any, if there was any franchise and any, you know— entity that can figure this out it will be marvel disney and, and yes and in and tune sony but when Holland started talking about oh i'm burned out i might retire from acting i mean i should have known by that point there was no chance he was doing this
2: i i i feel like in Shamari would shimari would attest uh to this quite a bit but i think the the big example of a property where you've got movie characters that are played by other people in animation is star wars you know you look at, yeah. you know, Anakin Skywalker, you know, and, and the Clone Wars is is not Hayden Christensen. Uh, Matt Lanter does a, does a does a fine job, you know, and uh, you know we've seen recently p- characters like Ahsoka Tano, you know, and was originatedly originally actually Eckstein in in animation and then was moved to live action as Rosario Dawson, and uh, we've seen we've seen both sides of the spectrum on that regard, and you know some people there, there are times where people like the uh, live action. I mean, they like the animated, the animation voice and the animate the animated version better than the live action one, even if the live action one is the original. So, um, so that, you know, there's, there's plenty of potential. I mean, and me got into a discussion on it, on, on the Imperial broadcast or Star Wars podcast uh, a week or two ago about like, you know, the idea of like when you recast, or have a second actor play a similar character. Like sometimes you can create, you can create a star off of that. And I mean, you guys just talked about, uh, you know, the history of, of Spider-Man voices and, you know, the, some of the iconic voices that we've had over time. And who's to say that we, we may not be missing out on the next Josh Keaton because, you know, we want to do Tom Holland. And so, yeah, I mean, um, Yes, totally. That's something that I could I could see being done, um, It's them recasting and what that's what we're probably very almost well, certainly going to see, and it shouldn't take away from the story. I think people will figure out that it's supposed to be Tom Holland. Uh, the question is really, do they just have a guy do a Tom Holland impression? Because, you know, like with with, with Anakin Skywalker, I mean, you know, Matt Lanter I, I read was told to 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 be some version of Luke. A mixture of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. You know, he wasn't told to play to, to be like Anakin Skywalker. Right. So um, sometimes you have two characters that sound completely different, you're supposed to be supposed to be the same person. So I don't know what they're gonna be going for with Spider Man freshman year, but the animation almost makes it seem like they don't really darn care too much about it looking like Tom Holland or sounding like Tom Holland.
0: Yeah, Um, it's funny going back and like thinking about what if because mm-hmm. while wow, you're right, there was you know person that Spider-Man it wasn't Tom Holland. There's so many other actors that showed up as the as the, the characters that they play on the yes, screen. Like a mix. Yeah. Barney cumberdatch uh, came back. Um Samuel Jackson came back. Um uh Chris Hemsworth came back. Rachel McAdams came back. She was Christine Palmer in one of these episodes. Like yes. uh Phil, you know, Craig Clark red came back, Mark Ruffalo Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, it was almost a
2: bigger deal when they decided to recast. It yeah, Chadwick.
0: Chad, no, obviously, yeah. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. He came back uh, and played his role as as uh, T'Challa in that uh, in, in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy episode. So I know one of the
2: big ones that they recasted was. Yeah, you know, of course, had, Haley uh,
0: wall Yes,
2: as Peggy Carter. Yeah. Right? What were you gonna say? No, I was like, you know, besides Spider Man, I know a big one that they had recast.ed Was they had. uh They did not have Scarlett Johansson play Black Widow. Right. I was like, like, yeah, that was a big deal. But but yeah, for the most part, what if that was almost a big selling point? And also, I don't think Tony Stark was Robert. Yeah, Tony Stark was different as well. um, But it was it was a big deal when when it wasn't like anybody but the person being played. So um, that was one of the special things about that project was that they were able to get so many people back.
0: Yeah, so, you know, we're not going to get that for Spider-Man, apparently. I think it, you know, I don't think it necessarily tempers my expectations or anything. Am I a little disappointed? Yeah, because I think that would have been really cool if we could have got Holland. But but I'd be curious to see if they say more about this project at Comic-Con because, like I said, I feel like it is the, one of the big mystery projects that we know is happening. And it just feels like this massive thing that it kind of got lost in the shadows a little bit. I think maybe Marvel likes that. I think they kind of like that they're able to kind of just create, not have to ask much questions about it. I think the X-Men, they've had to ask tons of questions, answer tons of questions about, um, mostly just the flight thing, but they've had to answer questions about. But there's still a lot about this Spider-Man that we don't actually know, which is kind of crazy. Like, we don't know Uncle Ben. We don't know how the spider bite happened and what the, what the actual, what the parameters were, what the circumstances were around it. You know, I know there's been certain canon where Oscorp was involved like we don't know any of that stuff in terms of what happened with this peter Parker. so there's important stuff to be had and it made me really excited for this show i'm hoping we get to learn more about this uh this upcoming weekend but i think that's a good place to wrap the show this week so thank you guys so much for checking out this edition of new generation hero talk it was a little bit of a longer version but i hope you guys enjoyed it of course you can catch all of our shows on new generation podcast network you can find that on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud stitcher and tune in also check us out on youtube new generation media follow us on social media you can find us on uh, twitter new generation pod instagram new generation podcast as well as on facebook new generation media make sure you follow us so- on uh, individual on social media you can find Shamari on uh, uh instagram and snapchat mtsham 22 Kendall can be found on twitter NewGenKen. you can find me on twitter ej underscore stewart and on instagram action ej thank you guys so much again for checking us out shamari for kendall i'm ej take it easy guys peace